Well, some of us around Whatcom County could be seeing some better internet here in the near future. The Port of Bellingham is partnering with Whatcom PUD in Whatcom County to extend broadband infrastructure to underserved and unserved homes and businesses across the county. With me today is Gina Stark. She's a broadband manager with the Port of Bellingham. Gina, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. Absolutely. So can we just start off, what what exactly is broadband? How does it affect people's internet service? Uh, So broadband is just kind of an overarching way to talk about internet, right? So broadband doesn't necessarily have to do with fiber, though that's what we build, but it it could be, you know, um, different types of technology. But it's that ability to have quality access to the internet. So when we talk about broadband, it's just the different types of technology that we use so that individuals can get to the internet to do the things that they need to do. So when you look at the need for broadband investments, how strong did you and the port find that need to be? And what is kind of the current situation of broadband connection for the more rural parts of Whatcom County like this project's addressing? So we found a really big need. So back in 20. 19, the port led the task of doing a feasibility study. We received money from the state of Washington, and we did a feasibility study to identify the highest need areas in Whatcom County. And we did it in multiple ways. We did literally went into a car and drove out into the county to look at the physical infrastructure. You know, where is fiber lines at? Um, we tested, you know, with um, equipment to see what was out there. And then even more importantly is we talked to people. Uh, we talked to the fire chief and the EMS. We talked to the librarians. And we held several community meetings um, to ask people about uh, what their Internet connection is, how well is it, how affordable is it. We also did a survey. I worked very closely with all of our uh, school districts. And what we resoundingly got back, especially out in the rural areas, especially out in the East County, they did not have access to the infrastructure. If they did have access to the infrastructure, it was limited. And in many cases, it was very, very expensive. In fact, just very recently, I spoke to somebody who lives out in East County. And to have just a little bit of Internet they have double coverage. You know, they they have one that does their phone, and then they also have satellite. And combine these two, they pay over $200 for internet service, and it's still very, very, very lacking. So that's that's what drives us, drives us at the port and our partners, which we partner with the PUD and the county in these efforts. And when you're doing all this background research, uh, what parts of Whatcom County did you find were the most underserved? The most underserved, uh, we started off with in the East County. So if you look at the three broadband projects that we have going, the first one that we did was in East Nooksack and North Mosquito Lake Road. So for those of you, that's kind of in the Deming area, um, kind of over by East Nooksack, Everson, just kind of... Uh, uh, just tucked in there. And so we found that was the highest need area. Really also along H Road, so for the listeners, that's really right along the Canadian border. 
and that runs west to east. That was another high area. Um, so you're talking a lot of really farmlands out there, very, very, very rural. Um, and then the other one, which is our third project, we also found this one is just by the uh, refineries, and it is just east of Lake Terrell, tucked in between Lake Terrell and the city of Ferndale. We found those to kind of be the, the high needs. A lot of that came out of our feasibility study. But by all means, there are many, many more um, areas that still need to be addressed. Um, but that's where we've started. But we're not done yet, for sure, for sure. And so when it comes down to what this project's going to do, besides uh, hopefully making their internet better, is this going to have any effect on that affordability you had mentioned earlier? It is. So not only are we building uh, these projects, they're going to be fiber projects. And what they are is they're called open access projects, which means that multiple providers can be on our, our network, the port-owned network. And why we do this is that it creates competition. So it keeps the, the prices down. Not only that, but we're also intentionally working with our ISPs that are serving on our networks. You know, so they have the same mindset that the intention is to keep the prices low. Um, quality and affordability are the same because what good is it to have it if you can't afford it? Uh, so we are intentionally um, having an open access for competition, but also intentionally working with really great internet service providers. Um, so they right off the gate are providing affordable plans. And then what is this work going to look like? Is it going to disrupt any internet service? Is it going to have any effect on that? Or what, what, what is this work going to look like when it's out there? Oh, absolutely not. No, it's not going to interrupt anybody's service at all. So, you know, again, our East Nooksack uh, project, most of these people don't even have service to be interrupted with, right? And um, the second thing, let's say you already have um, an internet service that's out there. Uh, most likely they, they don't, right? But let's say you have a satellite service, right? It's not going to affect any satellite service. Let's say they have Q-Slink out there. But let's say they want to switch. They don't want Q-Slink anymore. Um, all they have to do is just call us up and say they, they want to they wanna be on the, on the network, you know, and if we have multiple providers, you know, we connect them to whichever providers that they want. And then it's just like anybody like you today, you know, let's say you, you have a choice between, you know, Comcast and, and CenturyLink, you know, all you do is you just call up whoever you want your new provider to be, and they just switch you over and get you the new equipment. It's going to be exactly the same with our network. No different, seamless transaction for our customers. So what prompted the port to start on this project to extend, extend broadband? What does it see as the expected benefits? You guys are getting over $10 million in funding. That's a lot of funds to go towards this project. It is. Um, and, and that's in, uh, mostly in grant funding. And those are grants that, that we wrote um, from, the, from the port. And we received additional benefits from the county through our Economic Development Investment Fund. And really, the port did this because we saw a need. There was a gap. Um, this was not something that they, the county, they, we had you know, great conversations with, again, our partners, the county, and with the PUD. And um, we said, hey, there's a gap. And we, the port says, we're willing to step 
we're willing to step into that space. You know, our private ISPs, internet service providers, weren't doing it. So we said, hey, we're here to fill this gap. We've got community members in need. We've got business members in need. Support does economic development. This is clearly an economic development need. When the state legislature uh, wrote into the, into the law to give ports this authority to do this and build outside of our jurisdiction. So we wanted to be a good community partner. We saw the need. So we stepped up and decided to do it. And again, we'll continue to do it as there continues to be um, a gap and continue to work with our partners. We do work well with our other internet service providers. Um, and again, like I said, the PUD and the county. And what changes do you think will come from this? How are these communities going to be changed for the better from um, these broadband improvements? Um, it's a game changer. It literally is a game changer. Um, you know, I'll give you a good example. Um, on our East Nooksack project, um, we're in the testing stage, and pretty soon we'll be able to hook up over 450 homes and customers in, in that area. But one of the customers that we tested, she is a small business uh, owner, and she works out of her homes. And she explained to us, you know, she used to try to order her products, and she was basically on DSL, and she would try to put things in her cart and would just have to walk away. It was too painful to watch it, just that spinning circle, you know. And she was on a, on a support group for her mom because her mom's health was failing. She needed that personal support. She couldn't participate on that. You know, all the things that we hear about, telehealth, she, you know, had her hip. She couldn't participate in telehealth. And she just said her life has changed for the better. And one thing that she got, fact that you can never put a price on, is she got time. She got quality life and time back. And that is what good quality, affordable broadband is bringing to these individuals' lives. And now her business is thriving because she can get stuff <laughs> ordered to her home and she can get her goods to market now in, in a fraction of the time what it spent her before. So this is, this is real life stories, you know, that were shared with us. So it's, it's a great thing. It's a great thing. Yeah, I think a lot of us think of that spinning wheel as one of the most annoying things we have to deal with on a daily basis. <laughs> Imagine if that, you know, we, we get annoyed when it happens to us every once in a while. Imagine if that is your everyday life. And if you're trying to run your business, just think about that for a moment, right? And, and it, it gets, it's really, it's really uh, frustrating for them. So work is already underway in the East Nooksack. When can residents of these other areas expect to see some changes in the coming years? So... For the North Linden one, so again, that's the one, um, literally, that's just north of the city of Linden, and runs east and west along 8th Street. We have begun the design and permitting for that one, so we'll see that one be completed in 2024. And the Ferndale one, we are right behind in getting that one permitted and designed, so we should see that one also in late 2024. Um, if not early 2025, but we're shooting for 2024. Um, just understanding that there are folks that are in need out there. When the network's all said and done, we'll be able to reach over almost 1,900 homes. So we really want to get these networks online as fast as possible. 
Absolutely. Well, that was Gina Stark, Broadband Manager with the Port of Bellingham. Um, thanks so much for joining us, Gina, and uh, thanks for all the great work you guys are doing to these underserved communities. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate you giving us the opportunity.